the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. This portion of the program brought by Brothers Disposal. Come on, brother. Brothers Disposal. Call Roland and Willie. They're now offering weekly trash collection services. You can find them on Facebook. Call them for an estimate. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. You know, brothers, they have the purple dumpsters that I encourage you to put in your driveway that you can use to uh, take away unwanted belongings or trash cleaning out your home. Brothers Disposal, call for a free estimate. But now they're also offering weekly trash collection services residential or commercial call brothers disposal today 401-688-0517 401-688-0517 for brothers disposal come on brother call brothers disposal well folks it's john DePietro. today is in fact going to be a uh, big day with the fact that obviously uh the numbers keep going up rhode island is listed as number one with COVID. And so the Governor Mundo press briefing coming up one o'clock, obviously folks going to be very significant. If you have a question for the governor that you want me to uh, ask her, please log on at the website, dipetro.com. And then it just says, contact John. Don't forget dipetro.com, by the way, the website brought to you by Allstate Lock. Folks, there's no end. I'm seeing in Minneapolis, they are in fact defending the police. Crime is way up. Don't take any chances. Get your locks improved. And also, don't forget about security cameras, Allstate Lock. You can link right through at the website, dipetro.com. And you can also, um, as I said, the security cameras, you can call them at 401-349-0042 or log right through. It's also allstatelock.com. But I want to touch on some of the news that that everyone should be watching. Isn't, isn't this amazing now in the aftermath of the election? And now we're finding out that uh, Hunter Biden, the Justice Department, is looking into some of Hunter Biden's Chinese business dealings. And on top of that, I mean, think how much noise was made and attempted by the Trump campaign during the course of the campaign about Hunter Biden. And now we're finding out that, and and he has confirmed that now they, they're looking into his taxes. A uh, spokesperson for the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office said, you know, we can't talk about it, but they're definitely looking at it. But Hunter Biden's business dealings, especially those in Ukraine and China. So, you know, there, there's been a lot of talk about that. The New York Post, they point, they uh, published back during the campaign a series of stories that had real legitimate questions. And the rest of the mainstream media both basically ignored it. But now you even have even CNN 
reported that an investigation into his business dealings in China had been put on pause in the run-up to the election because they were afraid it was going to have an outcome on the election. Now, think of that. Not that there wasn't anything wrong, but they just didn't want to affect the election. But now they are actively looking into Hunter Biden's dealings with uh, whether or not he violated tax and money laundering laws when doing business in foreign countries, mainly in China. And again, this is not just now Fox. This isn't the president. Even CNN is reporting that. So now Fox says that the transactions, it was China and other foreign nations that uh, triggered the probe. So you have that. You also have, you know, this whole business with the laptop that they are looking into. He supposedly received a gift that his ex-wife claimed was worth $80,000, never reported it. He feels it was worth a little bit less. But then you had those, you know, the interview with uh, Tony Belinsky, who was on um, Tucker Carlson on Fox, the former business associate. He appeared at the final uh, presidential debate. He, you know, he was talking about the investigation and that reporter, James Rosen, um, he was reporting that the FBI, that they were looking into it and, and no one went after it. It was basically ignored by the mainstream media and, and it's disgraceful. So the Hunter Biden story, folks, that this whole business though, of, well, we don't want to interfere with an election. Well, but the fact of the matter is it, it would have impact where I think that's unfair is the fact that as president Trump and Trump supporters were trying to draw attention to it and point it out in, in, uh, they, they were basically just denying it. He was allowed to deny it. He was allowed to deny it because he just kept insisting that there was nothing to it. And the justice department couldn't say that there was something to it. And so as a result of that, basically think of that, he was allowed to get away with it simply because that the justice department felt they didn't want to potentially interfere with an election and, you know, the Bidens knew that. And so they could continue to say, well, you know, where is it? Where's the proof? And and he was able to do that because he knew that they couldn't say anything. And the other story that I do want to point out, this Eric Swalwell, he, he should have his security clearance revoked. This is disgraceful. And that, that guy, Swalwell, he is actually criticizing President Trump, saying, I want to know who leaked this to the leak. You were involved with a Chinese spy of which he won't answer yes or no, whether or not he was having sex with her. I mean, that guy, there, there's no end, the gall, the nerve. What do you mean? It's president Trump's fault. Why were you involved with someone where the, uh, you know, this Christine Fang, the, the, basically the FBI jumped in and they, you know, believe that U S intelligence, they believe that Fang had a sexual relationship with Eric Swalwell and he denies it. But, they immediately contact him like, you, you know, you can't be in touch with this person. She's Chinese intelligence. Um, and, and think of, you know, how the people going after President Trump basically were compromised in a major way. Uh, we're going to talk about that and a lot more. And also, folks, obviously, the latest on COVID. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Folks, now is the time. Boy, it's nice, mild weather. Take a ride. Get your tree that's where we got our tree, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Right there, Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. They have beautiful balsam, Fraser fir cut trees from three feet tall to 12 feet tall. They have potted live trees, custom handmade wreaths, 10 to 60 inches in size, a nice giant wreath. They have the mistletoe, hanging baskets, decorative pots, cemetery baskets. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them right off of Route 4. Find them on Facebook. They also have beautiful Christmas crafts. They're open every day. Why not get someone a gift certificate? Get your tree. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. They have had a, a tremendous season. Folks, you can also find them at prmaterials.shop. You're listening to the a lot more ahead. You're listening to the John DePietro Show.
It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers. Certified help, part-time, full-time, maybe weekend work. You need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA professionals. Call them today, 508-336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Mega truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for Mega MEGA, Mega truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates. FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110. 24-hour mobile service and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.95. You can always listen online on the uh, website, DePietro.com. Joining me right now, he's one of Rhode Island's top attorneys. He's our legal expert, attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, uh, you know, it's incredible. Everyone is waiting uh, hoping that Team Trump will find some legal way, some element of this to uh, stay in the game or challenge the election. And so very anxious to hear your thoughts, update on the litigation for Team Trump. Time is running out for Team Trump. Um, it, it's it's really time to either score score a win somewhere or this is going to be pretty much over with as of Monday when the electoral college is supposed to meet. Um, it, it's interesting, John, that the Trump team literally for months before the election was warning the country about the great possibility of serious fraud in the whole election process because of the paper ballots. Trump was at all his rallies saying, you know, there's millions of paper ballots out there. We don't know who these people are, who they're getting mailed to. Um, there's no um, 
methodology to make sure that uh, they're legal, legitimate votes. Having warned and predicted what might occur, it seems like whatever team he assembled or strategy um, was developed was very scattershot. Um, there's different lawyers doing different things in different jurisdictions on different theories. Um, there never seemed to be a real cohesive approach to this, especially when Trump and his team knew or should have known that this was a real possibility. And having occurred, it just doesn't seem like they've got a winning plan. And it's unfortunate that that seems to be the way this is shaking out. Trump team is down to just about one viable, quote unquote, viable possibility. And it's a long shot. Right now, the state of Texas has filed an original petition directly with the um, United States Supreme Court. It's very unusual. Um, the Constitution provides the, the Supreme Court has a very, very narrow um, um, type of case for which the Supreme Court has what we call original jurisdiction. Usually a case gets up to the Supreme Court having started, let's say, in a federal court, then going to the Court of Appeals, and then up to the Supreme Court. Um, challenges can also be made to, in a state court appeal. Matter is heard in a state court. Matter goes up to a state Supreme Court, and an appeal can be made from that state court uh, ruling if there's a federal issue that's um, in play or a constitutional issue that's in play. So Texas files with the, directly with the Supreme Court saying that all of these voting anomalies, um, especially because the legislatures of certain states did not participate or approve these changes which were made to the way that states vote, created an unconstitutional vote in these states, which makes the results unreliable because they did not conform to constitutional standards. The states involved are Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. In each of those states, either the governor or the secretary of state unilaterally said, we've got to change the rules. We've got to allow paper ballots. We've got to take away the witness requirement and the notary requirement because of COVID. It's much, much too dangerous. Once that happens, the potential for fraud um, is self-evident. Now, it's interesting that Texas, having filed directly with the Supreme Court, has given these four states until Thursday, today, at 3 o'clock, in which to file their responsive pleadings. It's also interesting that I believe 17 or 18 other states have joined in with the Texas litigation filing briefs as uh, friends of the court, uh, adopting and wishing to participate in the same manner that Texas is participating, saying that we agree that the results of this election and what's going to occur at the Electoral College will be fatally flawed because the electors from Georgia, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan um, are not legitimate because the vote was flawed because it didn't follow constitutional mandates. I guess that if Trump is ever going to get a win, he would be looking to a Supreme Court, which is arguably um, reliably 5-4 conservative. The, the, some people say it's 6-3, but Chief Justice Roberts is not a consistent reliable conservative vote. If the Supreme Court takes this up and says, yes, we must delay the meeting of the Electoral College because we think there's a legitimate issue regarding these four states and the electors they choose to send, if the Supreme Court holds up the Electoral College meeting uh, and voting on Monday, um, that's the way that Trump's going to get some results here. 
if the Supreme Court says we're not taking it up, it hasn't been properly filed, we don't think it's an appropriate method to contest an election result, then Team Trump will lose yet another one. Um, it's also interesting in this particular litigation that it's not a Trump attorney that has filed this suit. It's the attorney general for the state of Texas. That's right. And for the, for the 18 other states involved, it's their attorneys general who have um, filed these amicus briefs or um, moved to interplead into this case. The Trump team has now said, hey, we want to join in on this too. Um, it's unfortunate that Team Trump didn't spearhead this, that they're kind of bringing up the rear, uh, Texas having come up with a novel way to attempt to um, stop these electors from voting on Monday. Um, do I think it will be successful? I don't think it will be successful. I, I think that... Um, it would be very difficult for any of the um, judges on the Supreme Court, even if they're Trump appointees, um, to go along with this and to delay the meeting of the um, Electoral College. If that's the case and if that occurs, I, I think all these judges will have to go into the witness protection program. Yeah. The, left, the left has shown that they're willing to be violent. They're willing to go to your house. They're willing to make your life a living hell. And um, although U.S. Supreme Court judges do get some federal protection, um, it would be a never-ending um, source of animus by the left, and they just don't talk about it. They act upon it these days. Um, so it would be a real hard gut-check vote for any of the Supreme Court judges to go along with what Texas is looking for. Um, I wouldn't bet on it happening. Tim, the, um, what about the excitement that Senator Ted Cruz, uh, that he would be the one arguing in front of the Supreme Court? It still sounds like it's a very uphill battle. It's an unusual, I, I don't know the rules in Texas or before the Supreme Court for a sitting senator who happens to be a lawyer um, arguing the case. I, I didn't think it was possible for an elected official to say, let me take off my senatorial hat and I'll be a lawyer representing the state of Texas. Yeah. If, if the rules provide for that in Texas, terrific. I think Ted Cruz has argued more cases in the Supreme Court than many. He, he's one of the very few who has argued multiple cases before the Supreme Court. And his batting average is very good. He's, he's prevailed far more often than lost on cases that he has argued in the Supreme Court. Um, it would create excitement. It would create media um, interest in this even more so than it would have on its own. Um, if Ted Cruz prevailed in the Supreme Court, his stock would certainly go up for a future presidential run, which I'm sure he's thinking of. And if he lost, you know, his stock would maybe drop, um, I have just found it highly unusual that he'd be the guy to argue this in the Supreme Court. I would have presumed it would have been somebody from the um, Texas um, Attorney General's Department. But I guess we'll have to see how this shakes out. And if the Supreme Court even allows this to go to oral argument, they might strike it down just on the papers and say no. Yeah. Folks, quick break. A lot more. Our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing, call them today, 401-725-8500, 401 725 725-8500 or online at preferredrecovery.com as well as Facebook. Preferred Towing. They can also, you know, they buy older vintage cars. Maybe it's from the 60s, 70s. Maybe you have one that's been sitting in your garage for who knows how long, the last 15 years. And you keep saying, you know, someday I'm going to restore that. But how about instead call today, 401-725-8500. Call for a fair offer today. It's Preferred 
Towing in recovery located in Lincoln, 401-725-8500. Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred Towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once in a lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One year interest free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable, for plumbing, heating, and cooling, from winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time, from service calls to maintenance agreements to installation. R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. We're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, uh, some of the fallout with uh, Team Trump and the legal team has been Do- Joe DeGeneva, who I've seen for years. He used to always be on um, was CNBC at one point, had a lot of different legal shows. And uh, we got to know him, attorney in Washington, but... He was at that famous press conference with uh, New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani, and he's now being sued based on some comments. It's really been fallout. He made some comments, and I think he even got uh, tossed out of an organization that he belongs to in Washington. But he's being sued, and I, I see this happen quite a bit where, recently of, um, of making comments, real threats against, in this case, a particular individual. And um, and wanted to get your thoughts on just how serious this is against Joe DeGeneva. Yes, Joe DeGeneva um, is a well-known talking head. He comments on legal stories. He is on the Trump team regarding the um, fight over the election results. Um, he's on TV a lot because he says provocative things in an interesting yeah. manner, and he's fun to listen to. But part of that is knowing where the line is. Recently, he was on a particular talk show and he was commenting on uh, Chris Krebs, who was the head of the U.S. Cybersecurity and Critical Infrastructure Agency, which is a mouthful. Krebs was fired after stating that um, he was confident that this election, this presidential election, was the, the most secure election in U.S. history. So Trump obviously reacted to that um, provocative comment and promptly fired the guy. Um, Joe DiGenova is on a talk show, and he says that not only should Krebs be fired, but he should be hung, drawn, and taken out at dawn and shot. Oh. Now, I don't think he really meant that. I mean, there's no uh, mechanism for someone to be hung, drawn and quartered, taken out at dawn and shot. It's a provocative thing. Um, He tried to walk it back after the firestorm hit saying, look, I was just saying something sarcastic and provocative. However, he also called Krebs an idiot and a class A moron. All of these comments allegedly have precipitated death threats against Chris Krebs. Um, he's living in a bunker now because he's afraid and he's getting calls and he's getting death threats. So he sues Joe DiGenova saying, number one, that he's been slandered. And number two, 
that the comments by DeGeneva um, have subjected Krebs to an intentional, in, intentional infliction of emotional distress. Uh, his character has been maligned. Um, and certainly Krebs' case has some legs in the area of the slander and of the intentional infliction of emotional distress. I don't think his case goes far on saying I'm in legitimate fear that DeGeneres thinks I should be hung and shot at dawn. But um, you got to be careful what you say, especially in today's cancel culture. I mean, I don't think that Krebs had to go sifting for information. This was a high-profile story. But when you call somebody an idiot and a class A moron, and that holds them up to public ridicule and scorn and results in death threats, um, there is an actionable case there. The question would be, what is the measure of damages? Is Krebs um, getting death threats because people are upset about his comments? Are people upset with Krebs following up on the president firing Krebs? Or are people upset with Krebs because of comments by Joe DiGenova? That would all have to be explored during pretrial discovery and motion practice, et cetera, to determine whether Krebs' case has any financial value. Um, just like the um, Covington kid got lots of money because things were misrepresented about him, he was held up to public ridicule and scorn. He um, endured the intentional infliction of emotional distress by these news outlets because they knew that what they were reporting was incorrect. Um, that's a little bit different. To call somebody an idiot, um, in any of these slander-type cases, John, the old adage is truth is an absolute defense. So I guess Krebs would say, I'm not a class A moron. I'm not an idiot. And um, DeGeneres legal counsel would have to prove the case that Krebs is in fact an idiot for saying something so provocative, or he is a moron for saying something so provocative. Right. This is a case that'll probably settle for short money. Um, mm. I don't see this ever going to trial, certainly. Right. Um, folks, again, uh, we're speaking with attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, we don't have a lot of details, but I did want to just ask you the nature of this where Hunter Biden we learned uh, late yesterday, has disclosed he's the focus of a federal tax inquiry. Um, certainly something you don't hear that often. Now, he does do apparent, you know, a lot of business internationally, but how, how serious do you think this potentially could be that he's the focus of this uh, inquiry with a uh, federal tax inquiry? I think it could be very serious. We don't know a lot yet, but... I guess as far back as 2018, uh, federal authorities were looking at some of uh, Hunter Biden's business activities, money in, money out of accounts, because he was dealing with a lot of foreign governments. Um, the question is, was he paying taxes appropriately due on either A, monies he received, or B, gifts that he received? Apparently, he was uh, receiving a lot of gifts, jewels, diamonds, etc., from foreign entities and foreign businesses, mostly from Asia, mostly from China. Now, if you are gifted, let's say, a diamond worth a lot of money, you just don't get to keep it and say thanks a lot. If it's a gift of, you know, beyond a certain value, there's gift reporting requirements and an obligation to pay taxes on the gift that you receive. So if he was receiving these gifts and not reporting it and not paying taxes on it, he could have a substantial tax obligation. So there could be, you know, fraudulent filings or at least um, mistakes made in filing, which could subject him to owing a substantial amount of money plus interest plus penalties. Apparently, the, the federal investigation was greatly um, assisted when the feds got um, possession of Hunter's laptop, which he left at the um, computer repair shop in Delaware. Apparently, Hunter um, was very um, out front and 
didn't speak in code and didn't speak in nuanced terms about monies that he was receiving and gifts that he was receiving. So uh, typically when the feds announce something like this, they've got you lined up pretty well. They, yeah. they don't, they don't speculate. They, they come out and say what they want to say when they think they've got the goods. So they've been watching this guy for a couple of years. They've got lots of new, um, information they've harvested from his laptop and um i i think he's got legitimate troubles now the the father joe biden has been you know pulling this guy's chestnuts out of the fire for years one wonders you know if this will go away in terms of payment of the taxes or the fines with nothing further criminal coming of it um it seems like there's certainly um, two standards of justice depending on which side of the aisle you're on. So I, I think he's a continuing embarrassment for Joe Biden. Um, I think he's got a legitimate tax problem. I think he's got financial exposure and potentially criminal exposure, but I wouldn't hold your breath that anything will happen to him criminally. Now, again, also yesterday, uh, before we take a quick break, there there is a lot of action right now in the Federal Trade Commission, Tim Dodd, uh, trying to go after Facebook. As much as it's getting a lot of headlines, you know, the, these type this type of uh, going after someone saying it's monopoly, they, people need to understand that Facebook is by no way going to you know just go along and um, and lay over on this. If anything, it it seems to, and we'll get into it next week, but. It has to do with the fact that Facebook's acquisition control over Instagram and, and WhatsApp. And because I was getting messages of people, you know, was he, is Facebook going away? People need to understand they're going to they're going to fight this tooth and nail when you're trying to break them up with the the FTC can make this type of allegation. But then making it happen is uh, is a completely different animal. It, 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 it is difficult to break up a large business large corporation like Facebook, they are the, they are the largest player. Um, if they're not a monopoly, they certainly have a lot of uh, monopolistic characteristics and how they run their business. Um, they certainly have um, engaged in suppression of information. They seem to be very proactive in silencing um, speech and comments that they don't agree with very vigorously which is not their role. If they want to be an open platform, they should be an open platform. If they're going to become a news organization and, you know, or become a public opinion organization where they're controlling um, what comments or thoughts they deem to be appropriate, um, they're really kind of violating um, the, the rights and privileges that they currently have because they've sort of changing their role in this game. The only thing I would point out, John, is many years ago, um, the feds sought to break up Standard Oil. Um, J.D. Rockefeller had a monopoly. So they said, oh, you want to break us up? Okay. So they broke it up into many smaller oil companies, which at the end of the day became more valuable and more profitable than the original right. Standard Oil. So be careful what you wish for. Um, yep. The president has been urging that the um, federal statute, which allows Facebook to operate in the manner that it does, be repealed, which would then take away a lot of their protections. That might be a more effective way to get control over what Facebook is doing than trying to break it up. But as you say, we have to see what the... Um, um, FCC does or the FTC does with what they're investigating right now. It's too early to predict, but you're right. Facebook is not going to go down without a vicious, vicious fight. And they've got the money. <laughs> they got the money to fight this thing forever. More than anyone. Folks, quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, 
call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them, 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly totaled vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off the entire store. It's a once-in-a-lifetime sale at 65% off all week long. Open Sundays. Sale includes diamonds, diamond engagement rings, diamond earrings, diamond wedding bands, diamond pendants, and bracelets. All at 65% off. All wedding bands, rope, Figaro, Miami Cuban, and puffed Gucci chains. Along with crosses and diamond crosses at 65% off. It's always Christmas at Anthony's Jewelers. 65% off all week long. One-year interest-free financing. Anthony's Jewelers where Rhode Island gets engaged. We're speaking with our legal expert, Rhode Island, uh, one of Rhode Island's top attorneys, Tim Dot. Tim, there was a lot of uh, commotion when the video was released showing Providence Police Officer Hanley. Uh, I think wisely his team moved to then say, okay, you know, the videos shouldn't have been released. They were. We can't get a fair trial now. But Attorney General Peter Dorona's office is um, they were trying to get the case dismissed. And it certainly sounds as though the AG's office is saying that, you know, not so fast on that. Yes. Um, Sergeant Hanley, his attorney, who's a very good lawyer, filed a motion to basically throw out the video um, and throw out the case, basically throw out the case saying that the video is the most compelling piece of evidence. Throw out the video, throw out the case because um, Sergeant Hanley has been forever compromised by the pretrial um, adverse publicity that that video creates. Um, It's interesting that Hanley's uh, defense counsel cited the case of Sam Shepard versus Maxwell. It goes back into the 60s, but Sam Shepard was a high-profile doctor accused of killing his wife. He went through multiple trials. Um, He was a media fixture for years and years and years. Um, In that case, the prosecution um, talked about things that never even made their way into evidence. Uh, They used to crow about the fact that Shepard refused to take a lie detector test. Well, he's under no obligation to take a lie detector test, and the results would not have been admissible in court. They still wouldn't be admissible in court. But comments like that poisoned the well, made the public think that the man had something to hide and that he had a guilty conscience. And these news reports, because they were so salacious and the facts of the uh, murder of his wife were so salacious that it got continuous media coverage. Um, They talked about his affairs back in the day when affairs were a big deal. You know, that doesn't really... um, um, shock the conscience as much as it would have back in the 60s and early 70s. The um, Peter Nerona's office says the case is not um, comparable to what we've got right now. The Shepard case was a national case with national publicity um, back in the day when the only way things would get out would be if the prosecutors put it out there. Today, with all of the... um, Everyone's recording everything on cell phones and the different media sources that this video should not be considered in the same manner as um, pretrial publicity was um, considered in the Shepard case. And the Attorney General's Department argues that it should not result in an immediate dismissal. This case is in district court. The fact finder is the the judge because in district court, the judge sits without a jury. So the real question will be to the judge who tries this case, judge, were you adversely affected by the pretrial viewing of this video? The judge might say, as the judge in this case did, I haven't even seen the video. So if the judge can say, I haven't even seen the video, 
then the defense argument that the case should be dismissed is probably not going to prevail. Now, let's assume that he goes to trial in district court and loses, and now an appeal is taken, and the case is going to be in superior court, where you would have a jury trial. Then that motion might have more significance, because the question will be, did a jury see this video pre-trial, and did that video um, taint the juror's ability to be impartial and look at the case objectively? So... I don't think the motion to dismiss will work in the district court. On appeal, if there is an appeal, if there's a finding of guilt in the district court and the motion is renewed, I think then it has some chance, but not a great chance of success. Sure. Tim, there's uh, two cases that are still just kind of floating out there. One is uh, Jazzle Korea, the mayor of Fall River, went to Providence College. He certainly is a lot of trouble with corruption case. But um, how significant is this that his chief of staff has now pled guilty? Very significant. Um, your listeners, I'm sure, are well familiar with uh, Jaziel Korea. He's involved with two federal criminal prosecutions. One is he was running sort of a Ponzi scheme. He had this web development or app called Snow Owl, and he got a lot of money under false pretenses. And for that case, he is awaiting trial. Separate, separate and apart from that one, he's charged along with his chief of staff from shaking down um, individuals or companies which were seeking to become marijuana vendors. Um, he and his chief of staff were charged with multiple counts of extortion, conspiracy, bribery, and making false statements. His chief of staff, Genovina Andrade, had attempted to um, get a separate trial from Correa. Her motion for a separate trial was denied. So now if she went to trial, she's going to be sitting at council table next to Correa, who's, again, got multiple problems. Yeah, I think she saw the handwriting on the wall. I'm sure they've reviewed all the pretrial evidence that they've been able to observe. She's now changed her plea. So she's now coming into court and pleading guilty. We don't know exactly which counts she's going to plead to, and we don't know what her um, disposition is going to be. Typically, she'd plead guilty, and she would not be sentenced until after Korea goes to trial to see how helpful or truthful her testimony is and how helpful she is in assisting the government in getting a conviction against Correa. But her now coming in and pleading guilty, you presume she's going to testify obviously against Correa. Um, he's going to be very crestfallen that she's now decided to testify against him. That's what I would presume. Now, when she gets this deal, presumably to get a lighter prison sentence or some other consideration, as she's testifying, Correa's legal team is obviously going to go after her saying, well, you're testifying this way because you've got a deal and go through what the nature of her deal was and then suggest to jurors that she's testifying in a certain manner in consideration of the good deal that she's getting. So is she testifying truthfully or is she saying what she needs to say to get a good deal? That's all the defense can really do with with you know, such a situation where a co-defendant flips. Tim, just um, uh, two other things quickly, but uh, it was October 9th that Judge uh, Dan Procassini planned to, said he planned to render a verdict four to six weeks in the Jeff Britt trial. Are you surprised that we have uh, come this far now into December? We still don't have a verdict? Not really. I mean, judges give predictions, but... Um, if, if, if I were a defendant, I think one of the judges that I would be pleased to appear in front of is Judge Procassini. Judge Procassini um, has had a lot of pro high-profile cases. He has made many decisions, which I consider to be gutsy decisions, which probably would go against what the public at large thinks should or should happen in a case. Um, he, he calls him like he sees him. Um, he's fearless in making his decisions. Um, and however he comes out on this, I think he wants to get it right. 
Um, he takes his time. I've had cases in front of him where it's taken a considerable period of time to get either a written decision or a bench decision, but he typically gets it right. And I don't think he's going to be rushed. And I don't think he cares about what the media is thinking about. Why don't we have a decision? I would presume we'll have that decision before the end of the year. Um, but I don't think there's anything extraordinary in it taking, you know, a couple of months to get the decision out. Um, this is a case largely of first impression. This, this statute has never been challenged in the way that defense counsel has challenged it. And the challenge is very, it's a very fine point in terms of parsing the language of the statute and when it's a case like this where there's really no prior cases to provide the court guidance, this judge is going to try to get it right, especially because he knows that, you know, if he should rule against um, um, Jeff Britt and find him guilty, there's going to be an appeal. And then the Supreme Court is going to have to review the judge's analysis of the uh, money laundering statute. So judges... Judges have pride in their decisions. Judges don't like to get flipped in the Rhode Island Supreme Court. So he's going to take his time to get it right. Just finally, do you think um, Eric Swalwell, as we've learned now that this Chinese intelligent agent Fang Fang, Christina Fang, had um, some kind of relationship with him and now he's a member of House Intelligence Committee, do you think he could be in uh, potentially any type of legal jeopardy? Potentially, it's just too too soon to know. But I mean, it, right. it would be astonishing if he was not removed from the intelligence committee. How how can you have a guy on the intelligence committee who's canoodling with a Chinese spy? Arguably, um, it's just outrageous. I'm not sure if there's anything criminal that he's done. The crime would be if he was giving this individual information, um, which violated. Um, any of the confidentiality or, you know, there's certainly a lot of secrets that he learns of. Is he keeping those secrets to himself or is he sharing this, this secret information that he learns as a member of this committee with this woman that he's allegedly been carrying on with? Um, it seems to me that the first step is to take him right off that committee. And if, the, if Nancy Pelosi does not remove him from that committee, I think that's going to raise a lot of eyebrows. I mean, this guy, if you recall, he ran for president. He was in the primaries. He got knocked out early. That's right. But this guy yeah. was hoping to become president at the same time he's allegedly carrying mm-hmm. on with a Chinese spy. I mean, that should make everyone stop and say, <laughs> what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Folks, he is our uh, legal uh, analyst and expert, Attorney Tim Dodd. Tim, great job as always. Stay safe. Everybody. Thanks, John. You too. Take care. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401-439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006. And also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today, 439 439- 6028 439 6028 whether it's tree removal stump grinding tree pruning emergency service bucket truck at service and bobcat service since 2006 they've been performing tree removal service on top of that nothing stumps yankee tree service they provide stump grinding enjoy your landscape without the eyesore as far as pruning well let them get up there oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down at Yankee Tree Service, they'll license arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com.